Ghostman Show on AlbionRadio.com And another, as I the previous show, I mentioned about Japanese demons and ghosts. And this is a little bit more on them. Tengu, T-E-N-J-U, is an impish mountain goblins that play tricks on people, featuring countless folk tales and considered real until about the 14th century. Originally depicted a bird like with wings and beaks. Now though now the beak is often placed with cold large noses. They're known to lead people away from Buddhism. Thai priests are tall trees and towers, start fires and temples and kidnap children. Many legends say the Tenju are hypocritical priests who must live the rest of their lives as mountain goblins as punishment. Locals often made offerings to Tenju to avoid their mischief. Are all still festivals in Japan dedicated to them today? O-I-O-I-A-O-I-W-A A French story made popular by the famous Kabogo drama K-A-B-U-K-I Yutosume Kadine Y-O-T-S-U-Y-A-K-A-I-D-A-N O-I-A was married to a Roman, merciless with a samurai, named Lemon. He wanted to marry a rich local daughter, who had failed to, in love with him in order to end their marriage. Oi was sent a poison medicine. Though the poison failed to kill her, she became horribly disfigured, causing her head to fall out and her left eye to droop. Upon learning of the disfigurement of a trail, she accidentally killed herself on a sword, a ghostly deformed face, Reappeared everywhere to haunt Lemon. It even appeared in the place of his new bride's face, which caused Lemon to actually behead her. A wee spirit followed him relentlessly to the point where he welcomed death. Demon at Agai Bridge. His story begins as most horror stories do. Overconfident man who boasted his friends that he did not fear to cross Agai Bridge or the demons rumoured to reside there. Oh no, are but known as the ability to shape-shift, the demon at Agribridge appeared as a man, abandoned woman. As soon as he caught the young man's eye, he turned from back to a nine-foot green-skinned monster and chased after him. Unable to catch the man, the demon later changed into the form of the burden's brother and knocked at his door late at night. The demon was left in the house. After a bit of struggle, bit off a man's head, held up and danced with it before his family, and then vanished. Kushuake Onone, Silt Mouth Woman, K U C H I S A K E O N O N N A, is an urban legend from 1979, spread from Japan. Wears a surgical mask and asks children if they think she is beautiful. If they say yes, she takes on the mask to reveal her mouth, a slit from eye to ear, and asks the question again. Only way to escape to give a non committal answer. Such as you can look okay, barrel in that, you can distract her with certain Japanese candles. But if the children say yes again, she will cut their mouths to make them look like her. And the final one, Akure Monto, A K A M A N T O, Red Cloak, with a demon with just about everything. Why shouldn't the Japanese have a few in their bathrooms? Akure is one of the most popular demons hides in a woman's bathrooms. 
It is one version of the story. Akamoto asks women if they would like a red cloak or blue cloak. If the woman answers red, Akamoto tears the flesh from her back to make it appear that she's wearing a red cloak. If she answers blue, she then then he strangles her to death. Unfortunately, if you count it, Akamoto, you say maybe no escaping. Some versions of the story say they don't answer. If you pick a different colour, you immediately drag you to hell. Elaine Kelly, who runs the investigation group Spectre Detectors, has penned a paper to document the ghostly discoveries in the latest book, Hauntings of Bishop Auckland. In the book, the Kundran resident describes her experiences with seven investigations in the town, including feeling the presence of the spirit standing behind her in the fifties F I F T E A S vintage tea room. And later, supposedly, hearing of this voice was state of art paranormal equipment. Other venues in, featured in the book include the Hippodrome, Bengo, the Merry Monk Pub, the King's Cafe and Retail, which left her with dozens of haunted tales of Dale. This Kelly said Bushy Auckland is a very active place in all the venues which had standout experiences, including the figure of a grey lady. We use night vision cameras and literally voice phenomenon recorders which allows us to catch features and communicate with spirits. During her nine years with spectral dictators, Miss Kelly supposedly heard and caught evidence of spectres or spirits on camera, including a picture of a monk eerily staring out to the darkness of the Merry Mount pub. She said it believed that local monks brewed their alcohol in the pub cellar and used the tunnel to transfer it to castle away from public eye. It's also said the building was used in an orphanage and monks may help to care for the children there. As well as showing a monk, the team managed to capture the image of a dog. More stories, the holdings of Bishop Auckland, available at Amazon.co.uk. Alien News Dr. Helen Sharma, Britain's first astronaut, went space 28 years ago, recently made headlines by stating, in no doubt that all sorts of forms of life exist in the universe. It's possible that they're right here right now. In some cases, we simply haven't seen them. So definitely to humanity. Could she be referring to beings that exist from other dimensions? Sharman told you Observer magazine, Alien exists. There's no two ways about it. That there are so many billions of stars out there. The universe, there must be all sorts of forms of life. Chemist spent eight days as a researcher on the space mission when she was 27, making her one of the youngest people to enter the orbit. This echoes the feelings of majority. It's not all the scientific community. Right now, when it comes to contemplating life beyond our own world, these astronauts around the world share their belief in that intelligent life exists of abundance. Elsewhere, our known universe is quite long. Apollo's 14, Dr. Edgar Mitchell is a great example. Many, many years creating awareness about UFO phenomenon, made many incredible statements throughout his life. He claimed to be privileged enough, being the fact he had been visited to this planet. The UFO phenomenon is real. His words were verified by his passing by the leak of this document. The focal point of the document is about a meeting that which appeared. What happened after that meeting? That took place in 1997 between UFO researcher Dr. Stephen Gear, Admiral Wilson, Dr. Ego Mitchell, Apollo's 14 astronaut, and other high-ranking individuals within the military. 
This meeting was spoken about by Dr. Gear, Dr. Mitchell nearly four years prior to leak those documents on many occasions. Here is the document. Dr. David O'Leary, a former astronaut and Princeton physics professor, has stated that, with abundant evidence, we are now being contacted. Astronaut Story Mesgrave has come done the same, stating that intelligent life most certainly exists and that they doing star travel and how good they are. Gordon Cooper and again several others have done the same. Apollo 12 astronaut L. Walden also made some interesting comments about aliens. All the statements are quite outdated and since they've been more proven without a doubt the UFO phenomenon is real. Mainstream seems to be getting more competent to this fact. And a former Pentagon official who led a gov- secret government program to research potential UFO revealed in 2017, told CNN at a time he believes of evidence of alien life re- reaching Earth and a UFO phenomenon is a part of that evidence. UFO alien, the Jarabin Alvarin Dina, UFO abduction encounter, J A R D A M A L V. O R I A D A. On the evening of April the 13th, 1979, the city of Genomed, Alvarado, in South Brazil, played host to one of the most fascinating multiple witnesses sightings of the time. In a night of question, about 30 minutes after midnight, two brothers, Joko Dimentis and Roberto Carlos, were taking home from their sister's home when they spent the evening watching television. As they did so, however, Roboto noticed a strange star in the night sky, which Peter followed in a pair. At first he dismissed his brother's, young brother's surgeon and carried him walking. However, of several more steps, he too began to sense the star, indeed following them. As they arrived at the corner of the street they were walking down, something truly extraordinary occurred. As they were preparing to turn the corner, they took them to their home, each began to feel a strange sensation that took over their actions. Jocelyn would recall that despite his attempts to fight against it, his legs had suddenly taken him from the main street in a nearby field. His younger brother followed suit, seemingly also under one of her force that controlled his body. After stumbling the recently powered field, they made walking all the more difficult. They arrived under a large tree. Almost as soon as they arrived, their apparent destination in the middle of the field, Easton fell to the floor. There's a strange force of quick quick wind control and two boys looked around. They saw the star. Very obviously now mysterious distant shaped craft, which hovered several metres above the ground, short distance despite. It's obviously not some bolts nature, it doesn't make didn't make a sound. Sake confusion overtook took the pair. Suddenly a strange voice shouted from nowhere, saying, The job is not ended. We'll be back. Shortly after that, the pair woke in the middle of the field. Brother had suddenly trouble walking and had to rely on each other to support them. They made their way back home. When they finally arrived, each was overcome with strange and sudden hunger. While they could open the front door, however, they both collapsed, breaking the door open, as they did. Their parents and siblings rushed towards the pair in order to help them. Checking that they were okay, a pair told the account. Not surprisingly, they were not believed at first. However, after taking their parents outside and pointing at the strange star, they still remained hovering silently by the trees nearby. 
It finally conceded that something out of the ordinary must have taken place. Events would be take on an even stranger turn. As the pair began to tell the detail of their walk home, of being unable to resist the strange force that compelled them to walk towards a large tree in the middle of the field, each of the brothers began to feel a strange pain as they had received some kind of shock. What's more, each believed it connected the entities or forces aboard the UFO. Vance's shock became so intense that each was thrown around. Though witnesses could not remember at the time, their parents had simply rushed to help them as soon as they hit the floor. However, whenever they touched them, in order to help them, they received a strange shock. It was two boys were electrified. Furthermore, during this strange event, neither of them could move, even a finger, as if they paralysed in an effort to prevent them from speaking of their encounter. This would continue for several minutes, until the craft suddenly located the area. As soon as it moved away, each of two brothers gained complete control of their limbs once again. Although several other residents of the area always witnessed a portrait strange aerial anomaly that evening, only Jaco, Lino, and Roberto were affected in the way. Ultimately, following the media attention the sudden focus of UFO investigations, two brothers were asked repeatedly to speak to the encounter. Jacolo and the went under hypnotic regression. He began, he would call. They reached the corner of the road. Something pulled, started pulling us. He state each of them fought against it. They couldn't. As they did so, it appeared as though they were walking very slowly. As this had taken place, he feel his heartbeat getting faster and faster, while a strange pulsation ran round his limbs. Regardless of each of them, they managed to take it, make it to a tree in a field where they collapsed to the ground. He remained there for several moments before somebody else came and caught us literally lifted them from the floor into the air. As they looked around, he could see the large, huge grass in front of him. As the door opened in the side exterior, he floated inside by the apparently visible hands. As he came to rest inside the craft, two men were seen inside, seemingly waiting for the revival. Two hosts were gesture at them to follow him then. As he did, he soon arrived in a room full of computers and various futuristic flashing devices. They passed through this room into an area which he described a long full of motors that claimed they were machines they'd never seen before. We continued to follow eventually arriving in another room full of computer screens, each showing a picture of Earth. He then when they arrived in a room that resembled a hospital, they asked to stop and lie upon what appeared to be an elimination table. They take several samples, including we believe a sperm sample. Following this he placed the chair his strange instruments attached to his head. As he remained in the place, the two hosts spoke a language he couldn't understand. As this taking place, a strange woman entered the room. She took the talk over them, and she, he sat, he sat, and rather mechanically, going to have sex with Jacolo. Following this, they were departing the room. She claimed to a confused man, perhaps a seed who got him alive. As he told, it was the first time to leave, led off the craft and back to the spot where he first found him. For reasons he couldn't understand, he paralysed once more, arriving in the spot, was placed back in the position he was on the ground, and a stranger arrived and lifted him up. Then, next thing you, walking on the ground next to his brother. Haunted Las Vegas. A whole mob museum. Taken 
now converted former courthouse of Las Vegas Illustrated, immortalized a seedy criminal underbelly. That was responsible for running the town. In humorous twist, the courthouse is actually the place I saw many of these monsters prosecuted. Though the times have changed the day where those of criminal lines resigned supreme, reigned supreme, has come to an end, still, the lingered. Many people leave the court. Some monsters' souls are stuck around the haunt of the former current house and made his presence known. Countless reports of paranormal occurrences after hours reported by staff. Escalibur Hotel and Casino Opening in 1990 along the strip, the Salo Hotel had plenty of time to accumulate a couple of resident ghosts. Many people reported being disturbed by unseen presence when walking along the 10th floor corridors, feeling, feeling as though someone is following them, even when no one else is around. Photographs of activity reported throughout the hotel, with furniture appearing to move as on a call. In addition, some people reported experiencing unexplained malfunctions, electronic equipment within the hotel. Madame Tussauds, America, Las Vegas. During the day, bustles of a tourist eager to snap a lifelike photograph, a favourite big names. What night, bustles of spirits. The Muslim Tassoua's venue actually occupies a space formerly made up the old Copa room. I believe that some spiritual energy from this time, by the time, has ingrained itself into space. Start a work inside the attraction after hours, putting in the sounds of explaining laughter, cleaning glasses. Even sighting up brushing a man dressed in nineteen seventy clothing passing through the area. Caesar's Palace The woman's bed bathroom is one of the place of interest the paranormal is concerned. Many visitors experience reported that an emotion sensor attached to taps were turned on by themselves when no one is around. Furthermore, at one point in time the casino is thought to be home. The curse of a potential haunted craps table. Legend had it this table paid out in favour of gamblers for a seen amount of time. After the casino lost money and this table for a record thirteen months straight, they took action and moved and destroyed the table. The Westgate, formerly the Las Vegas Hilton, pays homage of past and present a neat and charming environment. Visitors of regular gamblers. It's also thought to be the home of the most famed and spoken of ghosts in Las Vegas. Back in the good old days, the Westgate was actually a place that Elvis Presley frequented and performed. Since his passing, many people have reported that Elvis has returned and settled at the hotel. Claims that the people have seen Elvis sensed his presence or even heard him at the hotel resist. He is most commonly sighted around the showroom, his backstage area, or hallways of the hotel's higher level floors. The Flamingo. Pass actually saw it opened by the mysterious monsters, mobsters ever to roam Vegas, Bugsy Seagull. Since he was killed in 1947, many people claim that he may have returned to the hotel to wander its premises. Ghosts have been countless reports of people claiming to encounter the deceased gangster within the Flamingo. His evaporation is mostly coincided by the poor area. Presidential Street and Abandoned Chapel, which formerly his former living quarters. Relax, 
Laksa. Some say the Laksa may be indeed the curse. Theory stems as far back to pyramid casino construction. It is said that at least two construction workers died fatal accidents while building the pyramid. To this day, rumours exist that their souls may continue to remain trapped within Luxto. In addition to their deaths, it's told them two people, Bob, have visited the hotel and committed suicide, jumping from the upper level hallways, which look openly above the casino floor below. The spirits of these suicide victims, rumoured to roam both, both the 14th and 26th floor corridors, they thought responsible for finding guests with cold chills, sensations of breath, causing them causing down the back of their necks. The Circus Circus Being one of the most friendly family places in Vegas, most fitting, the hotel's ghost story features a child. Rumour has it that room 123, this hotel, is the most haunted. It told it for once the sight of an unfortunate mother murder suicide. We saw a mother shoot a young son, then herself. To this day, many believe that this woman and child remain in the room, searching for his father. Additionally, ghosts have claimed to hear cries for help coming from the empty rooms, a poker area where no one is around. The words, help me, have reportedly been drawn into the steamed up windows, guest bathrooms. Jack Biggins, the haunted museum. An interesting new museum who resides in Las Vegas makes his list containing Zach Biggins, host of Paranormal TV, Ghost Adventures, and lifelong collector, wanted of it open his museum. In showcase a sensitive assortment of oddities, curse items, all within a haunted house with his previous satanic connections. Within the museum is thought to be some of the most haunted objects in the world, including famous Deep Book Box D Y B B U K to contain too many attachment. Numerous haunted dolls, including Peggy, who is famous for causing harm to people who come in contact with her. Let's take a case of the demon house, a place rumoured to contain many demonic presences. Bailey's Hotel and Casino, now known as Bailey's, was previously the MGM Grand. It's after it caught fire during November 1980. Unfortunately, many people came trapped within the hotel's upper floors. During the disaster, a total of 85 people perished. Though Bailey's required, were renovated and restored the hotel, it still thought it contained some reminders of this horrible past. Since renovations were complete, many strange occurrences within Bailey's have reported. Disbodied screams, apparently commonly reported to staff, coming from the stairwells, apparitions have been sighted. Occasional wrath of smoke welcome some visitors. Two of the most regular ghosts thought to dwell within the hotel is that the little boy seems to be trapped on the seventy floor, looking for his mother, a spirit of an elderly lady who may many have been have been carefully playing slot machines with a dress aflame. Nineteen seventy one Virginia Giant Octopus case. On the evening the fifteenth may nineteen seventy one sir. After 10pm, 15-year-old Michael D, along with two of his friends, were camping in the field near their home. They had a German shepherd, Lucky, on this particular evening, and found the coal, got the boys' attention. They two would go investigate the sound, even Michael and Lucky to guard the camp. However, after several moments, which felt like hours, 
Michael and Lucky began walking out on the open field. As they did so, he, he had the strangest feeling come over him. Something behind him, watching him. He moved his attention around the field. He held over to see nothing out of the army. That was until his focus happened upon a small pond on the other side of the field. A glowing thing hovered several feet above the ground. He made still a moment, watching the object. It hovered silently. Then he began to move, slowly and calmly, uttermost purpose. He headed straight for him. He stopped at the short distance where he stood, rooted the spot, half an oar, half a veer. Then he began to ascend and grow legs, extending from its open side, before positioning itself neatly grassy surface. Following this, the ramp like door opened and began extending outward to the ground. Then a man emerged. As the figure emerged, Michael could see more clearly. He could see a powerful huge, with a shiny appearance of long arms. One of his arms, a glowing box, appeared to be one of those more important. The teenager backed himself further in long grass, finding a makeshift shelter. A bizarre-looking figure appeared to cast its gaze upon the surroundings for a moment before, seemingly settling its attention upon Michael. When again to his direction, Lucky stepped forward, growling and snarling protectively at the young boy. Amazing, at least Michael, the tall human creature seemed to stop in his tracks, for, turning in a stiff, bouncing fashion, as if alarmed by a dog barks, heading back towards the craft, Lucky would stop his advance, for killing the bark was sending out steady warnings to this strange visitor. Graf remained motionless around ten minutes before. That warning suddenly lifted off and vanished in the night sky. By the time Michael's friend and fellow campers returned to the base, they discovered Michael still crouching on long grass nearby. He seemed in a state of shock for several minutes, before finally coming to his senses, blaming to his friends what had happened. All three agreed that when he was bone in the camp, night camping and quickly pack up their belongings, head back to their respective homes. The second sighting took two nights later. This involved Michael's sisters at the same time of night. The two young women were turned home for the evening glass. They had taken a similar route to their brother and friends and appeared to ride home in an instant. However, there were many moments of doing so. A strange humming sound hit their ears as well as red glow, lighting the air above them, the car. At the same time, the sisters noticed the red light above them. Conjun died completely. As did the headlights and radio. Young women looked out the car windows from their vantage point. They could clearly see white glowing disc shaped object around fifty feet above the treetops above them, remaining in their seats watching the craft. Then after five minutes their car came back to life again. The two girls continued up the driveway towards the house. As they did so the craft would follow them steadily. After several moments two sisters saw two of their brothers as exiting the house. Still lightly aroused by the faster than usual pace of the long drive, each of them stopped in the tracks, however, as they saw the strange craft overhead. The two sisters jumped out from the car, along with the brothers watched the mysterious craft, now simply over hovering overhead for several minutes. Then the craft moved calmly away and disappeared in the night sky. Sad news in the paranormal world. Derek Oconda, age 69, died. Self-styled Spiritual medium who starred in Celebrity Big Brother, most haunted series, died of F P N E N U M O N A. He treated care brief as a tri- Facebook tribute. Farewell, Gwen wrote, Farewell, my love, I miss you forever. Jefferson announced that my beloved 
husband Derek has passed away of the brilliant illness. He was well known for his paranormal work and being part and one of his uh, guest stars repeated most of them make a TV with Eric in Egypt with Derek memories of midnight midnight efforts to channel Pharaoh Kafuru the great pyramid stand alone R.O.P. One of the cursed man. All thought, thoughts of their lovely family. Well respected and sometimes uh, misguided, uh, treated by the press, but it's sad to know. He was one of the, um, he was accused of being a fake. He also revealed a ghostly guy named Sam and helped him through his life decisions. He claimed the first met Sam in previous life when he was an Ethiopian boy. Eric told him in the post, I met my spirit guide Sam in a previous lifetime when I was an Ethiopian boy. And Sam was a friend of the family. It's about 2,038 years ago. Sam was oracle, faced with psychic powers. He travelled from village to village. My village was attacked by some old invaders. I was screaming, I scampered away. When it said on the call back to find my family being massacred, two days and night passed before Sam arrived, shut my name out. From then on, I travelled with him. In his life, Derek said he was introduced to Sam by his grandmother when he was a child. She's working as a medium. We didn't realise he also met after a series of vivid dreams, flashbacks. Sam protected Derek from evil spirits. I was always writing to look for anyone as he did. Although Sam could easily tell Derek Next week's lot of running around the bus. Being insisted, he never zoos. Sound quiet like that. Good night, goodbye.